What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't think we're going to post video. Just that <laughs> I have like the light set up. (laughs) Okay, well, hello everyone. Lindsay gets here. Uh, We've got, for better or for worse, uh, in sickness and in health. (laughs) (laughs) So literal death. (laughs) Wow. Got real off the bat. We got WBA season that is uh, tipping off on Saturday in something called a wobble in at the IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. And look, I have mixed feelings. We all have mixed feelings. This is not about that, though. This is, we figure, since there's a WBA season going on, we might as well break it down. If these, if these players are going to be out there, we might as well cover them. So um, joining me today to do a preview of this WBA season team by team is the wonderful Ariel Chambers, Ari Ivory on Twitter, uh, noted NWSL expert now, soccer, <laughs> soccer expert. Lindsay, literally just found out the clock went up. So we're going from there. We're literally starting from square one. <laughs> But it's been so endearing. Um, so that's Ari. And you can, uh, if you're not already following her on both Twitter and then on Instagram, on the Highlight Her uh, page, which is the um, House of Highlights, that's the word I was using for, mm-hmm. the page dedicated to women's sports. So you need to be following that immediately. All right. How are you, Ari? Before we get going? You know, I, I'm ready for the season to start. I just, I don't know how it's going to go, but we're ready for it to just like kickstart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we deal with all the serious issues on the, on the main show. So we're just going to, we're going to, you know, pretend that this should 100% be happening. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to pretend like it's going to go on normally. Yeah. It's going to go on normally. <laughs> Although, you know. Um, starting off the bat. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to go team by team, alphabetical order or whatever order I just pulled up the rosters from the WNBA website. We're going to give you, tell you whether we think the team's going to finish in the top third, middle third, Mm -hmm. or bottom third. So basically they're going to be a contender. Are they going to just make the playoffs or are they going to be in the bottom? So we're not going to do a full power ranking, but they'll give you an idea. We're going to, is that Tiger a year? Can, can, can I lock him up? <laughs> uh, can I lock him up though? I am so sorry. He doesn't even bark, so it's just like he's like really enthused about the W. I'm, I'm he really wants to join us. Yikes. Uh, are you okay? Do you need to go? Yeah. Or... One second. Give me one second. <laughs> Come here. Come here. I'm going to stay right with mommy. Okay. He just missed his mom. Oh, he just wants to talk about the W. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I understand. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go team by team. We're going to talk about, um, and a few players to watch on each team, um, offensive MVP, defensive MVP, and mm-hmm. kind of the unexpected, you know, under the radar player you should be noticing. So let's just dive right in. And speaking of 
should any of this be happening or not, the Atlanta Dream. <laughs> like, it's the perfect team to start with because they've had the most players kind of um, having difficulty right now. Courtney Williams is not um, on campus. We don't know exactly her health situation. There's HIPAA stuff, no speculation, but she's, okay. you know, well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, she's helping. People can read between the lines. Is she? Um, it's it's a matter of getting her test results back. So it's like a lo- long story with the off-campus situation. Um, not the league's fault, not the team's fault, but just getting the test back in time in order to follow protocols to the safety of um the league. Yeah, yeah. From what I know. Okay, that doesn't make any sense really, but um, okay. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, oh, as we're starting the season, Courtney Williams is not there. They also have two other players who are not on their active roster. That's still the case, mm-hmm. right? Um, yep. Lori Johnson and Kalani Brown um, yes. have not been practicing with the team. That means they were down to nine players. So they signed Erica McCall, who came in and um, could be one of our kind of floating replacement players, which seems like yeah. that might be something that happens within the level. But um, that's that's our situation. So let's talk about it with the team we have here, right? Okay, so that mm-hmm. excludes we, – we still know what to think about Glory or Courtney or Kalani. Or we hope that we'll see them soon, and that's yeah. all we can say. Uh, and But, okay, but going with this team right now – You've got Kennedy Carter. You've got Shakina Strickland. We've got Elizabeth Williams, um, Alexis Jones, uh, Brittany Brewer, Monique Billings, uh, Jalen Agnew, uh, Laney. Mm-hmm. Who stands out there? Um, offensively, who do you think is going to make an impact on that team? Shakina Strickland is a great shooter in general. So if they can find a way to get her the ball, I think that would be great for their range that they've, you know, lacked in the past. So that that's one that I'm really looking forward to. Um, obviously, Kennedy Carter is like a shooter, and she she produces a lot. Uh, I, it's going to be interesting for me to see how she transitions into the league on a team where she doesn't necessarily need to score like that, like she did at Texas A&M. Um, but just her trying to fit in and find a way as a point guard facilitating things in order to create shots for other people. That's what I'm really looking forward to with Kennedy. Um, obviously we, oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, I, I think that as excited as I was, am to see her, I think the shortened, um, training camp and the shortened everything mm-hmm. is going to really be hard for her. And I think that we're going to see her struggle the first half of the season, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully she'll finally get it clicking as time moves on. But, uh, I, yeah, I think that, I think that it's gonna be a little, a little hit or miss. I would say, like, maybe a, you know, a B-side version of what we saw from Enrique last year. So not mm-hmm. as, not as good as Enrique, but that vibe. Uh, I just think if she understands that she has to facilitate instead of just, you know, taking the ball down and, you know, working her Kennedy magic, I think that's where that lies. And I, I think that's what the role of Alexis Jones she's taken on during this two-week training camp, trying to um, guide her as best she can from, you know, the, the outside. So just a matter of shaking off and knowing your role and place on that team, I think that's going to be the biggest thing for Kennedy. But, like, judging from the scrimmage, I'm really excited to see Benaya Laney. I was about to say. Mm-hmm. So I, think I heard she, she was putting in work. <laughs> 
She's, she's, I'm torn between, I agree with you with the players now, um, as with, that Shakina should be the, you know, buckets right now if we don't, if we don't have those other three back who can all be prolific. I do agree with that. Defensively, I'm torn between, um, Laney and Elizabeth Williams. Elizabeth can block. I mean, yeah. I, I love Elizabeth's defense. I've always loved it since, yeah. you know, she's been in college and I don't think it's going to change right now. Like, I don't think it's going to change. So yeah. I, I think the team is going to be heavily dependent on her defense and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and everything, uh, her, her, her presence in general. Um, but you know, Monique Gunn's been getting out there and snatching those boards. So I'm just like, I'm like, eh, it's, you know, see. you know, the team is not going to lack any feistiness. Um, yeah. Something <laughs> yeah, that we can say uh, for sure. So defensive, who's who's your defensive MVP of this team? Of this team? I'm still torn between Benaya and um, Elizabeth. But right. I'm going well, to, I'm going to, well, we'll say, you look, there's two of us, so we'll, we'll pick the two. That's good. Okay. I, I saw there we that. go. And yeah, then yeah. under the radar player that's going to make a difference I think I was going to say Monique Billings. Um, I don't know how under the radar she is, but she hasn't really been a regular starter. So I think she hasn't. And then she yeah. saw how well she improved over last season. Yeah. And it was just getting better and better. And I think she's worked on their game, especially playing a competitive cup. She played in China. So I think that's going to help elevate her. So um, coming into the season, all that said, top third, middle third, bottom third, I'm, I'm going Bottom third. This is the rebuilding third. year. Yeah. Yeah, I have somebody's got to be down there. there. So somebody's got to be down there. there. Some <laughs> exciting pieces, and we we want them all to get through this year healthy. And um, it'll be. It, I'm really excited for them in 2021. Um, yeah, yeah summer. All right, Chicago Sky next. Uh, another team that we need to give you a little health update on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're looking at the roster on WNBA.com which is always, um, you know, it always takes a little bit of strength. <laughs> you never know. That. You never know. Uh, Sydney Colson is not is still not with the team. She mm-hmm. uh, has come forward saying she tested positive for COVID, but she is planning to join the team at some point, um, hopefully sooner rather than later. The team signed Stella Johnson, the rookie from Ryder University, and so she would probably be the player who – if Sydney comes back, she gets off the roster. Also, John, um, John Tell Lavender is having surgery and will mm-hmm. not be, uh, is not with the team, but is still on the roster this season. Um, but still, I mean, this, what a guard heavy mm-hmm. <laughs> team you've got. I mean, um, from Gabby Williams, Azare Stevens, um, Vander Quiggs, uh, Cheyenne Parker up there, um, Ruthie Hebert. Stephanie Dolson, Diamond, and Kalea Copper. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a fun group. Who who's who's going to be the buckets? Uh, I think Diamond's going to be the bucket, and Gabby's going to run the floor the best. Mm. And well, we all know Allie Quigley, but like that's like not even a thing. So I'm just saying the other ones. Like I think Diamond and Gabby are going to hold it down with pacing and getting the ball, you know, scoring. I agree, but I think their highest score will be Allie because. Well, we know that. Yeah, well, that's the question. Uh, yeah. 
But, uh, you know, I, I think what's going to happen is because of all these teams, and I think Kalea Copper is one of my favorite players just in the league, mm-hmm. too, to watch. Um, and I, I think that there's going to be so many um, athletic, dynamic players and so much ball mm-hmm. movement that I think people are going to forget a little bit about Allie Quigley on defense. And she's mm-hmm. going to uh, she, she's gonna be left open. She's going to be left open. She's going to be left open because she's a little quiet, little quiet little Allie. Um, See, what I love about Chicago, I think the tempo of them is great. And they kind of play like they're like all these youth legs, but they have the veterans on their team to balance it out. But they still play at that tempo. So they're they're a little scary. And they've got, I mean, this core group has been together for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And you've just added Azure Stevens, who I cannot mm-hmm. wait to see, um, you know, fully healthy and in the mix this year. And so, yeah, I'm, it's just like, we were just talking about Atlanta. That Atlanta roster is like, it was a complete overhaul. Like, who mm-hmm. are these people? I like, <laughs> like, I like to return. Yeah. It's it's mind boggling, and yet here on this Sky roster, they all their core group has such great chemistry that I and they work together in the off season, and um, I think that's going to be a big benefit defensively. Who's your standout here? Um, I want to still go with Gabby. I think she's scrapping. Yeah. I think she can get down and stay covering. You know where she needs to cover. Yeah. Uh, that that's a good pick. I'm gonna go Azare. I think Azare is gonna have a big um, impact uh, on the boards, um, and I just think she's gonna add so much to that team and give Stephanie Dawson some help that she often really needs down there in mm-hmm. the post mm-hmm. um, with this team. Not that Stephanie Dawson's not great. Uh, any under what what kind of under the radar player are you looking at um, from this team? Which I must should mention is coached by. James Wade, um, who the players just seem to love. I can just love him. Uh, I actually want to see what the rookies are going to do. I want to see how they're going to step up because we all pretty much know what to expect from the players on Chicago. And I don't think anybody's underestimating, you know, their ability. Um, I don't think anybody's going to like really uh, blow us away beyond our expectations because I think our expectations this season in particular are pretty high. So I'm 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 gonna see what the rookies are gonna do on this on this roster. I think that's a good call. I think Rufy could be I mean, yep. just in a great place. Um but I'm gonna this is a player I mentioned and I guess but well, I think under the radar I'm saying like not a regular starter. I'm not to mm. go I think it's gonna be a big season for Claire Copper because she's in you know, she's here at that time where she could get buried in the rotation now. They've got so yeah. many young players, and she's very competitive and so long. And I just think that her length and her ability on both ends of the floor is going to be one of those players that when all these teams get tired, which they're all going to be tired, they're all a little mm-hmm. bit out of shape, things are going to get messy. And she's that type of player that can really take advantage of that um, with agree. her game. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be a big year for her. All right. Top third, middle third, bottom third. Top third all day, and I think they're going to be playing with a um, chip on their shoulder from how their season ended last season against Vegas. So I think that top three, I, they're one of the most complete, not the not the most complete, but one of the most complete teams that are in the bubble. Bubble. Uh, yeah, I would. I, I completely agree. And I would say anytime Diamond Shields has a chip chip on her shoulder, I am period. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> period. You know, that's I'm a big fan of Diamond. Yeah. Like, that's what one of the I'm yeah. a fan of, I guess. Just, just, okay. uh, Connecticut Sun, another team that is just uh, 
Super exciting here. John Quell Jones, not in the picture. She is in the Bahamas having the time of her life. Living her best life. Okay. If you you follow her on Instagram, I mean, nobody's ever had more fun than she's having this summer. Like, I'm just so jealous. She's looking at the people in Florida like, okay, girls. Y'all have fun. She's just like, I'll be going through my WNBA people and it'll be like, sweating, bugs, tired. Bad food, and then it's John Quell just like partying. Like, <laughs> you love to it's see amazing. it. It's amazing. Um, but anyways, but you know what? Uh, you lose a John Quell for a season, you gain a Dewana Bonner. That's a pretty mm-hmm. even, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not a bad trade. I think this is another team that, um, has a few new pieces. Got Kyla Charles, um, is their rookie, um, mom premier. They is also signed. Mascada Lewis has come over from, uh, where was she? Seattle. Seattle. Um, yeah. but so there are some new faces here that we're not used to seeing. Brianne January is on the roster, but is still out with COVID. So we don't I hate to see it because that would have been my defensive player, but mm-hmm. I, we don't there. know. We don't know. <laughs> we're going with the rosters. She's, she's supposed to join the team when she's, when she feels better. Um, and then they've got Jackie, is it Gimelos? Is that, mm-hmm. it, who's yeah, one of I the best stories in the W. Um, finally made it into the WNBA after so many years killing it. So in many. Movies and all these ACL tears. Just one of the greatest stories. Um, but who is going to be scoring the most points? And, of course, you, I, you have to mention they still have the, their Thomases. They still have their core of – We love um, the Thomases. Jasmine, um, who – you know, are holding it down. Bria Holmes, Natisha Heidemann. These are the people returning from um, their finals appearance last year. Teresa mm-hmm. Plaisance. Uh, I got to go with, I mean, Bonner. Bonner's going to. Yeah, I mean, that's not even like a, <laughs> no, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. I think that she's the type of player with her skill set and she can just turn it on. I heard that I heard inside the scrimmage, that, you know, there was a little ish talking and then she was just like, oh, word, you going to do this? And just kind of pulled a, I'm going to show you who I am. Welcome to the W. Um, So she's one of those players that can really, like, turn it on. I mean, keep it on. she's played most of her career with Diana Trossi and Brittany Griner. The girl can, love to see it. The girl can deal with some trash. Not yeah. And she, she's like, she's like, period. I'm, I'm, and the kid I'm is amateurs for her. <laughs> I know. She's probably looking like, child, shut up. <laughs> Welcome to the W. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, so it's just going to be so fun. I think she's really rejuvenated in a new environment where she's, you know, one of the faces. She's been kind of the background, you know, the number three. And she's, you know, she's right up there. Of course, you know, nobody pays attention to Connecticut, as we know, as our social media would like to tell us. Not from this group. I mean, defensively. Is there anyone other than Alyssa Thomas? Well, no, that was going to pick Alyssa, so I'm glad we're on the same, exact same page. On the page. All right, here we might differ. Who, uh, which player, not regular starter, uh, do you have your eye on? Um, she's probably going to be a regular starter now, but Brianna Jones, I want to see how she rises to the occasion in the absence of JJ and, and when she has to rise to the occasion and gets more minutes. Um, we saw glimpses last year, but just to see how she can carry her on and if she's like, uh, not if she's in shape because nobody's going to be in shape, but like just how she's going to keep up with the rest of the team. Yeah. A lot of people thought she was going to have a breakthrough season last year and it didn't mm-hmm. really happen. It, um, you know, she, the, the minutes weren't there and 
Um, you know, it ultimately just kind of, you know, she, she contributed where she could. I go with that. I also think we're going to see some exciting stuff from Tisha Heidemann. Apparently she's looked really good in, and she just, she also tested positive for COVID, just got to training camp and apparently is already like killing it. So she's a ball of energy. She's always been a ball of and energy. She, yeah. She and like, <laughs> Uh, it's her and players like Dewana or players, I feel like don't get out of shape. Do you know what I mean? Like, not that any of these players get in bad shape, but there's just some body types that like their, their, their fitness is like, they're just ready to go. Like their, yeah. just how their bodies are. I mean, we saw what Dewana did after having kids, right? Like, I mean, literal two of them, two of them. And then came out yeah, and just, just gone. <laughs> just not missing stuff. All right. Uh, I'm not even going to suggest bottom third because the social media account will come after me. Um, I look, look, you will not. I don't have time for that. <laughs> top third or middle third? I have them either bottom of top third or top of middle third. So I have them around the four or five spot. You know, I mean, that's where, but I'm going to have to go middle third because I keep wanting to put too many people in the top third. And so I'm going to, um, but I do agree with you. I would not be surprised if they're in the top third, um, Yeah. but, uh, you know, well, I'm you see what I mean? <laughs> it's tough. right there on the line, right there on the line, They're right there on the line. Gosh, I have them interchangeable with one other team that we'll talk about, but like, that's, that's where I am. All right. Moving back. on to the Dallas Wings, um, a who's who of young, exciting players. <laughs> uh, you know, they've got, of course, at their coaches, um, not Bryce Agler. That's the assistant coach in the sun. Brian Agler is their coach. I think their whole team is here, which is a rarity. Mm-hmm. They haven't had any. They've all been there, I think, since day one, which is Mm-hmm. I might be the only team that's true. That's true. You've got the rookie, um, Bella Allery. You've got Alicia Gray back for her fourth season. Megan Gustafson back. Tyasha Harris, another rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, Isabel Harrison, Ryan Jefferson is back. Marina, Mary, uh, Astudu, who I love. Arike, Satu, Katie Lou, and Kayla Thornton. I mean, this is a young, I think the most experienced, yeah, there are two players who've been in the league for four years. And those are the, those are the vets mm-hmm. on this team. Um, that's Kayla and, um, Astu, who both have kind of roundabout journeys as well. Dare I even know who the offensive MVP is going to be? Well, <laughs> well, there's that. Um, so I can't wait to see what Enrique does. Um, yeah. I can't wait to see it. Um, she's just only going to get better. I'm convinced. Um, but to see her and Mariah play together, that's going to be a very interesting um, situation. What do you think about those two? I'm excited that Enrique will not have all the ball handling responsibilities. Yeah. I mean, she just had – they just didn't really have any other options last year. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, you're a rookie. You're, you need to take this ball, and then we don't really have many other options for you to pass to, so you're going to have to – make your own shot and just take it. Like she was as close to a one woman offense as there was in the league Mm -hmm. like last season. And I think a lot of people look down on her for that, but in reality, uh, there wasn't many other options mm-hmm. um, last season just with their team and their, a lot of injuries. So, I'm, I mean, I'm super excited. I feel like I feel like I haven't seen Mariah Jefferson play in forever, which I guess it has People been. forget how great she is with moving the ball and facilitating things. She is a true point guard, and I, I love her style of play. She doesn't really waste time, like waste dribbles or anything. She literally 
does things with intention and she's highly athletic. So she's a really good defensive player too. So let's not forget like the talent that is Mariah Jefferson, but because she's been out of the league for so long because of injury, um, just, you know, assimilating into that style of play, like Dallas's style of play. It's going to be interesting. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how her and Enrique work together. Cause I think Enrique will be set up in the way she wants to be set up now that Mariah is there and she doesn't have to, you know, necessarily always run the, the one. I got to say one thing. I mean, I, there's more question marks than anything with this team just cause it's so young. And so a lot of these players have not played together before, but I will say one thing it's, I mean, a, the fact that they are young, uh, could help in a se- season is physically mm-hmm. grueling that you're going to need a lot of bounce back, a lot of energy. And the fact that they have a full roster, all of capable players. Like I can see, I, I don't see it, one player on here who I can't see get, you know, getting some, you know, f- at least 15 minutes a game, you know, mm-hmm. and that's um, not always the case when you're looking at rosters. So I'm pretty, I, 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 may, I think that could help them going down the road if they can keep their focus, which mm-hmm. um, could be another question mark uh, here. Who, so I think Enrique is going to be their high score. Is, mm-hmm. is that, do you agree? Because Arike, yeah, because Arike yeah, and because offense Arike just go hand in hand. Arike yeah, yeah. and points just make sense. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Defensively, um, gosh, there's a lot of good options here. Kayla Thornton, of course, is a standout defender, always. Absolutely. Just uh, one of those. And, I, I mean, I think, us too, we're going to see, to have a full season of her, usually she's back and forth coming from overseas. Mm-hmm. She's a player who's been an MVP caliber player in Europe mm-hmm. and um, on the Spanish national team. Uh, and I think will really give them a boost on the inside. Uh, so I might, I might be leaning towards her. What about you? For defense? Okay, we're protecting the paint. I got that. But like, um, I'm going to go with the, the, the guard play with it. And I'm going to say Mariah. I just think that okay. she has the speed and, 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 and focus and discipline to get in front of somebody and like lock them down. And then she's like strangely athletic. I keep remember seeing her block Elizabeth Williams shot one time. And that, that's just, that stuck with me. So she's capable of anything defensively. You're right. And I'm probably just like not remembering. And when I'm looking at, <laughs> At like, uh, cause you know, she hasn't really had time in the, in the league to super show what she can do. So this is going to be a big season for her. When it comes to a surprise player, I mean, there's so many to pick from because there's so many new players. I mean, Bella, it would not shock me if she had a, a, a really big rookie season. Um, in any way, shape or form, it, it would definitely not surprise me if the two had a really huge, uh, Rookie Everybody talks about how she's the most league ready rookie. Yeah. So I just, I'm excited. That's, that's exciting. been the narrative, but I haven't heard anything about her in training camp yet. So I don't yeah. know. I haven't been, been on many wing, uh, calls, but, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, uh, I, my, if I had to guess, no, you know who, who I'm going to guess? It's going to be the kind of like your, your X factor person is Katie Lou. I think she is ready, has something to prove after her season in Chicago last year. And she's going to come in here with a younger team ready to uh, make her noise. I hope she stays uninjured. That's what I'm worried about with her. <laughs> um, no, it's true. It's very true. I'm, I'm worried about that with her. So that's my thing with Katie Lou. But, um, I agree if she, if she stays healthy, she'll, she'll send us on a, is that way. your is that your um, surprise player to watch? Who's your surprise? I think I think uh, the combination. I'm still staying with guards. I think the combination of Enrique and Mariah will shock the world. 
I think that would be a pleasant surprise, and I, that's why I think. Okay, Enrique be... can't be your surprise player. <laughs> no, but like the combination of them, just to okay. see her role switch. You're really show. cheating on me, but um, that's okay. <laughs> uh, I love how I just words. W- w- yeah, you are a pro. Um, which uh, which third? Uh, the bottom of the middle third. Okay. Look at me like going, thinking now back through all the other teams. I would say middle third. I think that they can sneak in. I think, like I said, I think the the depth is going to help them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they have enough players that they're not going to, you know, knock on wood. They're not going to um, be down to eight and waiting for a replacement player to come in for a week, you know, and they've all got young, fresh legs. So uh, let's do it. All right. The Fever, the Indiana Fever, another team that uh, – Came to the wobble late because mm-hmm. of COVID concerns. Um, Marianne Stanley is uh, back in the head coaching seat after uh, helping the Mystics to championship last year um, and as an assistant coach. And once again, a lot of question marks around this team, but, you know, a lot of really interesting uh, pieces. Um you know, the anchor of this all is Candace Dupree, who's in her 14th season and 15th season and nobody else on the team has had more than five seasons. Um, you know, Candace Dupree, I think let's make it this the Candace Dupree appreciation season because I feel mm-hmm. like she gets under goodness has she been underappreciated, but you've got Tara McCown, you've got Victoria Vivians who was out last year. You've got Erica Wheeler, of course, um, Kelsey Mitchell, Tiffany Mitchell, Lauren Cox is there. Uh, Kennedy Burke, um, Julie Almond, a Belgium player who Emma Mieseman says to watch out for. Um, okay, Emma. Uh, and I listen to Emma uh, for everything. You've got Steph M- Mavunga and Natalie Chanwa kind of bringing out those. So three rookies, a couple more, three more with just one year experience, another young squad. Is there, I feel like I'm missing is who isn't with the team so far? Is everybody in? I don't know if Erica's on campus. Mm-hmm. Okay. We th- so. Yes, that's true. <laughs> we don't know. We've not seen proof of Erica Wheeler. I, and Kennedy Burke is the other one, I think. She's there. She, she's there? Okay. She's doing dance videos with uh, Erica McCall. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the WNBA does not have any position listed for her. So Love that. Great. We're Love doing when great. That and so, yeah, so what are, what, what stands out to you here with the fever? You think the uh, growth of Tierra McCowan, I can't wait to see her play. That's like what I've been like looking forward to. I think you saw her explosiveness at the end of the season last season. So it's just going to get better. Um, excited to see Victoria Vivian come back from injury because Lord, she's been gone too long and I miss her shot. <laughs> and I mean, I can't, I want to see what Lauren Cox and Tara McCallum can do joining mm-hmm. together. Wait, did Lauren Cox Here. make it to the level? I was think that was the other I, one. Well, was, actually, I don't know. Yeah. I just automatically it. assumed she was there. Um, I, I think that, like we said, we're a little confused because, well, A, the WEA doesn't tell you these things. <laughs> no, that's part of why we're confused. Um, but B, uh, Indiana 
came in late and then we're quarantined. So there's been some question marks, but I, I do hopefully Lauren Cox, if she's not there, will be there soon. And I, I love just, I mean, I loved watching her play with Kalani and mm-hmm. uh, at Baylor. And I know they're not the exact same players, of course, but mm-hmm. she is such a good ball handler for a post um, and has such good hands. So I just love the idea of her feeding it in there to uh, McCown. I think they can have great chemistry. Um, and, you know, I, Dupree, Candace Dupree has been taking threes. That's the first thing Marianne Stanley said. To I her. know. You need to, which is, is she not a coach? I mean, it's hard to call Marianne. Marianne Stanley isn't anyone's protege, but you can tell she's been working with Tebow. That's <laughs> 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 the first thing she said was, you better have a three point shot. Um, yeah, I, I think offensively, um, I do think that Candace's steadiness will continue to kind of lead the way as they're, um, they're in and out. Although now that I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I- I'll go with Dupree. I think is going to end up with the most steady points, but she won't be the flashiest by far offensively. Who are you looking at? I'm looking in the post. Get on the glass. Um, Tara McCallan. Now I have her for a lot of things. So <laughs> it's just, I have her for a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. Uh, absolutely. Um, oh, Kathleen Doyle is another player I don't think I mentioned who's on this team. Gosh, there's a lot of players. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it seems like that many, just because they're all new. I think, what about defensively? You, My answer, Tierra McCowan, I think she's going to be able to uh, stop a lot of things from happening. Yeah, she's my defensive pick as well. Um and then if we had to pick one of these players, this one can't be Tierra McCown because she's oh, I wasn't no no okay. not not the underrated no. <laughs> not the underrated. Uh who's gonna surprise you? And then I do want to ask you a little bit if you have any any thoughts on on what Kelsey Mitchell's season is gonna look like. So I was actually gonna say I hope Kelsey Mitchell will be the one to surprise us. Mm-hmm. I know it's in there. We've we've seen it in spurts, not so much in the pros, but you know, I, I just wanna see how um, between Lauren and Tier, how they can take the attention, you know, get her open and, and figure that out. So I want to see if Kelsey Mitchell, her confidence is right this year, her shot will drop this year. I think that's a, a good call. Um, I, like I said, she's, she's one I just have circled. And I, I'm going to pick Victoria Vivians. I mean, I just mm-hmm. think that she's going to have a big comeback year and, um, especially with questions around Erica Wheeler and so many young players, they're going to need, they needed that shot so bad last year. And so I'm, I think it's going to be a big season for her. That being said, I still have this team picked in my bottom third. Um, especially my bottom third. Third. Some exciting pieces. They're going to have some fun games, but ultimately um, there's too many new pieces. And for a season that is this, short this discombobulated mm-hmm. it's just hard to see how you gel and there's with, with so many players who have zero WNBA experience uh, I agree and with COVID the delays you know they're going to get a slow start so um, that's going to be a mess uh, <laughs> the aces uh, <laughs> um, Liz Cambage will not be with us um, no she won't uh, who will be with us Angel McCautry <laughs> 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 oh, oh my gosh. Jackie Young, Asia Wilson, Avery Warley, Talbert, uh, who has the cutest daughter, of course, as well. Very adorable. Um, Carolyn Swords came out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bill said, come on. <laughs> Sugar Rogers is there, I think. I don't know if I've seen her, actually. Um, she's not I don't think she's yet. there. I don't yeah. think she's on campus yet. Um, Danielle Robinson, I have seen her. Kelsey Plum is out for the year. Um, tore her ACL, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hate that for Kelsey. Um, Kayla McBride is there. Derrica Hamby is there. And Lindsay Allen is back in the WNBA after uh, haven't seen her in a little bit. Um, who's going to be the um, the star, and why is it Angel McCaudry? <laughs> <laughs> Angel Wilson's going to be the star, uh, and we love to see it. Um, that's hilarious, Lindsay. <laughs> Angel, how bitter is Angel going to be that Asia is the star? That, that team has so many personalities. I just, I'm interested to see how Bill's going to make this work because uh, the pieces just don't make sense to me. Like the pieces of the team, just absolutely, I'm a little confused, but. Maybe you can explain it more to me, but I just, I don't understand the logic of, you know, the roster. I don't don't either. And Bill loves it when you question why he has players Mm -hmm. playing in certain positions. He loves that. Um, You know, they waived Alex Bentley, which I think if that, that would not be the player on this roster that I would have waived if we're going to be talent wise. I think. She's kind of one of those linchpin players mm-hmm. that I think they need with her versatility and energy. Um, you know, I just, I think I, I have trouble with this roster. I'm going to be honest. Um, I am a little confused too. That's how uh, I was like, oh. yeah, it just doesn't seem, um, but there's a lot of, a lot of talent there. I mean, I am excited to see how Angel um, comes back. I do agree. Asia Wilson is the player to watch offensively. Defensively, I'm gonna go with Hamby. Hmm. Long pause, good for podcast. Yeah, I love that. I love when we take all our time to think. <laughs> I'm just going to agree with you, um, for lack of another opinion. I mean, There's nothing else. What else would it be? See, that's what I said, for lack of Angel? another opinion. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, you know, but look, this is, we, we've had all these young rosters, and this is a fairly veteran roster. You know, you've got um, no rookies in sight, only one player who just has one-year experience in Jackie Young, who I am excited to see what her development looks like. Um, I think she's going to be our surprise player. I think she's yeah. going to be the one that shock us a lot. Um, so, yeah, especially judging from what I'm hearing with uh, her in the scrimmages, I think that this year is going to be her year to step up. I hope that he will keep Daniel Robinson, Danielle, at the mm-hmm. point guard position and allow um, Jackie to play off ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because last year, throwing a rookie into leading that offense with those personalities, when you yeah. had Kelsey Plump, anyways, that's not. Let's <laughs> <laughs> right. What Bill tell you about questioning his coaching now? Top, top third, bottom third. Uh, middle third. I, I have them middle third, but I'm struggling with having the middle third after we talk through this. Um, but I'll keep. Oh, it are third. you thinking bottom third? Yeah, kind of. Uh, but I'll, 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 I'll keep the middle third. Middle yeah. third is fine. We can, we can, we can revise. I'm not keeping tally of how many we put in each category. I'll put uh, middle third. Um, I mean, I think they're. I think that with an Asia Wilson. I do think Angel's going to have a good season. I think she's looked good. Um, you know, I do think, you know, they've got a lot of, of pieces. I don't see them, um, you know, I don't think they're as good as they were last year. But, um, you know, I, I would say middle third for sure, that they get into the playoffs. Um, 
and we'll see what happens from there. Minnesota Lynx, um, quick overview of their roster. Kayla Alexander, Rachel Bannum, Lexi Brown, Bridget Carlton, Karima Christmas-Kelly, Nafisa Collier, Crystal Dangerfield, Demiris Dantas, Sylvia Fowles, uh, Makia Herbert-Harrigan, Megan Huff is there, I think, and Shanice Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are all, yes, because I've been listening to Coach Reeves' podcast, they are all in the Wubble and all available. Um, Odyssey Sims, who gave birth a few months ago, might come join the team in a little bit. So that's something to watch out for. But a lot of question marks. I mean, this is a Lynx team that we just have never seen before, literally. Yeah. Like this has none of the, the 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 staple players for the first time in 16 seasons. Yeah, we've got so. no Lindsay, no Simone. Rebecca is assistant coach, but she's not on the floor, and of no. course, Maya is still out. So doing great things. <laughs> I mean, I think Nafisa is going to be your um, the offense, though. I mean, I just think Nafisa is going to find her way to the basket time and time again. I think Cheryl Reed has coached Nafisa to be uh, way better in defense. So I think she's going to show up for defense this year. So, I mean, I, so I'm, of, I'm like kind of torn. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, it's, it, she and Sylvia are very clearly the two best players oh, yeah. and I can, and they're both good on both ends. So I can mm-hmm. kind of see arguments either way. And I think they'll probably flip games for as far as high scoring. Um, so we're, so, did you have anybody else you wanted to mention there offensively? Those are my, those yes. are my two yeah. for, for both. Um, <laughs> I think we just had them flipped, but I could see the other way as well. Um, so who's, who's going to surprise us on this team? I think Lexi Brown. Um, I think she's coming back with a newfound confidence. And if she gets the opportunity, she could show up. I like that. I'm going to say Karima Christmas Kelly is due for a really big season. Uh, she's yeah. already, she hasn't even played uh, with the team because she was injured last year and she's already one of their captains. Um, I think she's hungry. She looked good for Dallas um, mm-hmm. back before she got injured. And I think it's always just kind of been underrated. And when you work yourself back at, when you've been in the league for nine years, I don't think you do all of that unless you're ready to contribute. And like, I just, I, I'm really, I'm wondering how between her and then Shanice Johnson, because we haven't seen Shanice play in a while either. So oh, and, how that and, would continue. And Cheryl Reeve has her in the starting lineup. Like Cheryl yeah, Reeve. So that's what I'm like really looking starter. forward to it. I'm yeah. like, what's Shanice going to do? I personally have forgot her game like that because of her injury. Like, you know how you were like Mariah with that? Yeah. I'm like, Shanice, what's that? You know, like. Oh, oh Shanice, I have no memory of. Like, honestly, yeah. like, I just don't. Yeah, like, I don't think. Yeah, I, I just don't have any good sense. And look, there's so many young players, I think, that could that could have good seasons. I'm excited to see what Crystal Dangerfield looks like in mm-hmm. um, the W. Top, middle, or bottom? I have top of the bottom. So I have bottom. Bottom third. Okay, I think I'm not. I think I, I don't think I'm picking anyone for the top, but um, I think they're going to be my last middle team. Um, the New York mm-hmm. Liberty. Um, and I mean, talk about young teams. They have the daycare <laughs> seven rookies, Lasia and the kids, as I like to call them. Lasia <laughs> and the children. Lasia's daycare. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. 
So yeah, Lasia Clarendon is in New York, um, mentoring the. <laughs> Shut <of> up. <laughs> um, Asia Durr is out for the season, which uh, she has COVID, and we just want her to get better. And twenty twenty one is going to be the Asia Durr year. She's had rough health for a while, so yeah. I just this is We're not good news. Um, we've got rookies. Let me just go through the rookies real quick. Joyner Holmes from Texas, Jasmine Jones from Louisville, of course, Sabrina from Oregon. We have uh, I can't even keep track of them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liana Odom from Duke, Kylie Shook from Louisville again, Megan Walker from Connecticut, who I think finally got in the bubble today. And Jocelyn Willoughby from Virginia. Vets, we got Lasia, um, Kia Nurse, who mm-hmm. you get to be a vet now if you in this team, Kia Stokes, and Amanda Zowie B, um, who I know is your favorite. Um, who's <laughs> who's gonna score the points on this team? I would say, I mean, I don't want to say the obvious Sabrina, because I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going with Kia, Kia Nurse. I'm going with Kia Nurse. And Amanda has a nice three-point shot now, so she's been working on her offense. Yeah. So I think Kia Nurse. Between Kia and Amanda. I think Kia Nurse as well. Um, defensively, I think we're going to – I think Kia Stokes actually might Stokes. be. Yeah. Stokes. Yeah. Might be Stokes. holding it down. Um, and rebounding. I mean, <laughs> those blocks. Apparently I mean, she, she already – she's only played for four years, and that's like the most blocks in Liberty history. I know. Which is I, just I like a wild stat. Um, and then, I mean, any of these players could surprise. I feel like I can't say Sabrina as I think Kylie Shook is going to shock everybody defensively because I think people just don't know about her defensive game, but it's so legit. Like it's so legit from college. So I think that if she can, if she can make that work, more power to her, but that's what she's known for. So if she can get out there and, and be the same scrappy, uh, hardcore defender that she has been at Louisville, then that's going to be exciting to watch too. That's good. I'm going to go with Jocelyn Willoughby. Um, our friend Jackie just wrote a piece on her over at the next and sounded Shout like out. she's having a very good, uh, training camp. So, you know, she already warmed not? my heart. She warmed my heart. So I'm excited to see her play. Why not? All that said, the Liberty are going to be in the bottom third again. Yeah. This is just too young of a team. Um, Not going to argue it. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now we're getting into some, uh, the final couple of teams and, you know, we've got some contenders here. The Los Angeles Sparks um, are playing. Christy Tolliver will not be with the team. Janae Zunike. Not with the team, but a lot of players are with the team. Candace Parker's there. Neck is there. Um, TRP is back. Uh, Simone mm-hmm. Augustus is over from Minnesota. Christina Nigwe, um, landed there after being in both Connecticut and Dallas for rookie season. Mm-hmm. Taya Cooper was signed as a rookie to come in and take some of those guard minutes, maybe. Rashonda Gray and Chelsea Gray. Two of, for very different reasons, but just the most lovable players. Um, Marie Gulich is there, um, Sydney Weiss and Brittany. Oh, uh, Raquana Williams and then Brittany Sykes. So this is a very different roster than mm-hmm. the Sparks had last year. The last time we saw the Sparks was <laughs> they were getting swept in the semis by Connecticut. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Derek Fisher had benched Candace Parker. 
Yeah. And uh, then after that, their whole organization kind of blew up. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're, we're in the wobble and everyone's seeming like a big, happy family. And you know this team pretty well. So what are you thinking about the Sparks? Uh, offensive. I think uh, that Chelsea Gray is going to do Chelsea Gray things. I think they're going to facilitate it towards her. Um, you know, I, I, I'm still, I'm still caught up on their old offense. I don't think much is going to change from how they've played in the past. I mean, I know it's a different roster, but like as far as, uh, Candace, Chelsea, and NECA. Yeah, that's still true. very much present. I mean, that's so. a film. Yeah. <laughs> sure. There's, there's not much that's changed there. No. What you think uh, Yeah, I mean, like, it's nothing, you know, nothing super exciting. I mean, I'm down between, um, you know, uh, for some reason I don't, uh, think that Chelsea's gonna be their top scorer, their go-to, even though she's gonna be running things. I think it's gonna be a Necker or Candace year. Um, and I'm kinda of torn between the two of them offensively. Um, as far as who's gonna make, um, I think they both feel like they have a little something to prove after last year, even though, especially course, Candace. Especially Candace. Especially Candace. So, you know, I'm gonna go with Candace, uh, as my offensive player to watch. I'm never gonna argue with Candace Parker. I know you won't. And defensively, I'm going to go with the player who should be on every defensive, uh, best of defensive list, but never makes it for some reason. Just one of the quietest players in the league, but a defensive linchpin and, and rough and crap. I, oh, so I didn't even, I wasn't even considering her. So that's, that's great. Um, I mean, because it's, it's Elena Beard, like Elena Beard's yeah. gone. And so yeah. this is going to be gonna her. Have... Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. I was going to say that could be sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's very too. I just you know I, I watched her. For so I need to pay attention to that because I I I haven't been paying attention to that. So you, oh, just... she is she is a. I mean, she is not there for her shot. Like she, <laughs> yeah. she she's not she's a fine. Like she can get on hot streaks and score. Like I'm not saying mm-hmm. she's bad, but the reason why this is her eighth season in the league and she's gone for an undrafted rookie player, you know, an undrafted free agent to you know, somebody who's been a starter for most of her career mm-hmm. is her defense. And, um, but yeah, it definitely doesn't always show up on the stat sheets um, as it should. I mean, I think the Sparks are going to be in the top third and contending for it all. Okay. Uh, I put them at the top of the middle. So I put them as fifth. That was my, remember I said. have in the top? <laughs> Seattle, Phoenix, Chicago, and Connecticut. But you okay. know, I said I, I can switch out Mm-hmm. Connecticut for five, the Sparks Connecticut. That's that's my four or five. That's a good one. That's that makes sense. So I, think, All right. I think you can go either way. All right. I forgot we still have the storm left. Um, to go <laughs> so that's that's my thing. We we're gonna move on um, to the Phoenix Mercury. Phew. We have um, uh, 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 <laughs> Diana <laughs> Taurasi is back. Brittany Griner is here and has discovered that eating healthy makes her a better basketball player. It's, I mean, it's almost like science or something. I, it's, you know, you never know. Like, it's almost like science. Like she looks great and it turns yeah. out she's just not eating junk food for every meal. Um, I mean, this is a player who literally told like Subway was her healthy option. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah. So. And bacon and Skittles was the regular stuff. So. Right. Exactly. And she's got her wife in the level for her, I'm sure. Cookie. And that's why she's eating yeah. healthy. Yeah. That's so, exactly why. Yeah. And so, so I think the fact that the wife is there is going to be good, you know, for keeping her on track. 
Likewise. And then of course we got Skylar Diggins Smith. We've got a new big three. I cannot wait to see them. The rest of the team. Um, Jessica Breland is got a medical exemption. She is a survivor of Hodgkin's lymphoma and of course did not want to be put in, under any risk. And we just, I can't wait to see her play next year. We've got Nia Coffey, uh, Sophie Cunningham, uh, Bria Hartley, Alana Smith, Bree Turner, Kia Vaughn, and Shatori Walker Kimbrough filling yeah, out this. They only have 10, uh, 10 players here mm-hmm. uh, because they had salary cap problems. And so this is a team that does not have a lot of depth, but who's going to be our top score? There's a few people to choose from. Um, I would say I'm going with BG and Diana. Yeah. I think Britain. Yeah. BG and yeah. Diana. I mean, I think it, I, I think that this season is shaping up as finally getting to be BG's MVP year. You know, yeah. um, if she's if she's really if she can stay healthy for this condensed amount of time, I think she'll stay focused. I think having Diana back and healthy and hungry, you know, BG is going to want to do this for Diana too. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, and I think a shortened season helps. I did too. I mean, let's just be honest. Focus is not always her best thing. I think she would say the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that, you know, offensively, like that's going to be my MVP. Defensively, I think there's a few different, um, players to look out for. Um, you know, I mean, of course, Skylar's defense mm-hmm. is good. Um, mm-hmm. and, and she might, you know, be a player to watch. I've heard Bree Turner's had a great, um, training camp, um, and is definitely one to watch. She was the second, and during the offseason, she played in Australia and was the runner up for MVP right behind Kia Nurse. So, mm-hmm. um, had a really good season. I think you're going to see her getting some minutes. Um, but I would probably say Skylar defensively, actually. I think her defense is underrated. I think I have her. Well, I I know I have her between her and Brittany Griner. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I honestly have. Well, yeah, I have. I'll say Brittany Griner. I think Skylar might get more rebounds than Griner. <laughs> I, I think that I think that Brittany's locked in. I think she's locked in this season. So the only thing I don't know if she's locked in is the rebounds because that's just always yeah. a question mark for her for no <laughs> reason. For no reason at all. He doesn't have Dewana and Dewana's arms anymore to like bail her out. So I bet she will be um, a little bit more focused. And who will kind of be? Uh, what's your surprise player? Round Turner. Okay. There we so, go. Just, just her off season coming yeah. to the W. I think Brianna Turner and I think our uh, our friend Shatori could also have a big year. Good up. old Tori. I'm rooting um, for Tori. You know, she got buried on the depth chart with the Mystics, and um, I think there's a lot of room here for her if she will be assertive enough to um, to you know make an impact um, and, and focused yeah. enough. Another person who was short in season might help. <laughs> <laughs> we love Tori though. That's my girl. <laughs> and she's good. She's really good. Like in, yeah. um, in short yeah, I don't think people know, Lindsay. She's so good and just let it show. Let it show. Anyways. Yeah. She's her own worst enemy sometimes. And, uh, yeah. um, but I know she's excited to be playing with, um, with Trossi and the crew in Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix is a contender for me. They're in the top third. I have them in top two. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't get that specific. I did. <laughs> Another team I think we can both say safely at our top, in our yeah. top bracket. Um, 
I mean, Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird, both back, both healthy. Back. Um, what more is there to say? Uh, Jordan Canada, Alicia Clark, Natasha Howard, Crystal Langhorn, who I keep forgetting about for some reason, Jewel Lloyd, uh, Easy uh, Matt Bagore, I think is how you say it, from Australia. It's a very exciting prospect having a rookie season. Epiphany Prince, Mercedes Russell, Morgan Tuck, and Sammy Whitcomb. Uh, to round out this roster, what, what are your thoughts? Who's going to be your scorer? I think Brianna Stewart can have an MVP season in general. So there we go. <laughs> I, I am like, I, I hate to, to, I, I don't underestimate her, but I do wonder. I mean, I just feel like coming back and she's coming back in such weird circumstances. So I hope she's fully ready um, to come back. And I, I is, think we can argue that with everybody though. Yeah. Everybody no, was injured last year. And then if we're going to argue DT is going to be over here. Great. Then. I know. No, you're, you're right. You're <laughs> totally right. I don't know why I'm more, uh, have more. I understand that. Well, I think I've just seen, um, Diana come back so many times mm-hmm. in her career. Whereas, I mean, you can argue this is the first real adversity that Stewie's. Faced. I agree. Um, I agree. I, I don't, like I said, I mean, I, I think she can handle it for sure, but yeah, I do think she'll be, she'll be the scorer. I mean, um, on this roster. And then I think, um, defensively, we all know. Natasha Howard. Natasha Howard. Natasha Howard, Natasha Howard, Natasha Howard. Um, and, uh, as far as a surprise player, I think Morgan Tuck's gonna have a good year. Okay. Um, I don't think there will be many surprises with Seattle. Period. That's why I picked Morgan Tuck because, I mean, who else am I gonna I mean, it's the only one that could be potentially shocking, but like, I think just like, I forgot which other team I said there would be really no surprises. I think Seattle's just going to be Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. But we have to see. Is this it, – it's it's all going to be, can they immediately regain their 2018 chemistry? Um, and that's going to be the challenge. For yeah. Um, and finally, rounding things up, last year's champions, the Washington Mystics. Lindsay, I have no idea. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I, I I know it's very hard. I have to. We have to talk about them. This is the team that I probably know the best, even though mm-hmm. right now that is not saying much. Um, <laughs> uh, give me a second. The, the the WNBA site doesn't even want to show me their roster, which I mean, fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Elena Deladon and Tina Charles, not with the Mystics. I'm not even sure that Tina Charles knows she signed with the Mystics, but that's a thing we can figure out later. <laughs> oh, but my yeah. fun off-season thing has been watching Tina Charles's social media profiles to see if she's mm-hmm. mentioned the Mystics once. And speaking no, she's it. mentioning wine, and I love it. I'm, and she I'm has, being inspired. She want, so she hasn't done a press conference for the Mystics since being signed, and she's not playing this year. She hasn't even given a quote. It's Amazing. Honestly. I love it. She's like, it's, it's you girls have fun. <laughs> I'll be on my venue. Um, so we've got those two big, huge names out. Um, and that leaves a really interesting 10 person roster here. Um, mm-hmm. Ariel Atkins, of course, we know her starter. Um, so let's, let's talk with the, the, the returners. Ariel Atkins, Emma Mieseman, um, Ariel Powers, Tiana Hawkins. Maisha Hines Allen, and then you've also got Kiara Leslie and Shea Petty. So those are some good players. I mean, you've got some a, a core of a talented players. I mean, any team that has Emma Misaman is is going to be a good team. 
Um, and then you've got some newcomers. You've got Essence Carson, Elena Cote, who's kind of trying to restart her career. And, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, not Shea Petty, but Leilani Mitchell, um, over to take over some point guard duties. Um, she mentioned that Natasha Cloud and Latoya Sanders both decided to sit out this year. So that's four star, or well, really all, I mean, really all five star, four of the five starters from last mm-hmm. year's championship team are out. Um, Natasha Cloud's fighting for social justice and Latoya Sanders. I just think this was just way too much. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm good. That's hilarious. Uh, I love her. One of my favorite. No, I think health wise, she just, you know, wasn't one to take care of herself. Um, I think the top scorer will be Emma. I mean, that's, Emma. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's not, that's not a surprise. I mean, I think she's really good and we're going to see her. And then I think the defensive player, the top defensive player, I think could be a little bit more of a question mark, but I think it'll be Atkins. I mean, I think Ariel Atkins has, she's already been second team all defense. She's a really great defensive guard and um, she knows she needs to step up this year. I mean, this is, you know, she's got the two years of starting experience under her belt. This is a young team. So I was going to say Ariel Atkins, but I want to pick against you for some reason. So let's, let's just go with, uh, what do you think about Maisha Hines Allen stepping up? Uh, well, she, she's going to be my kind of, um, she's going to be my star, she, my, 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 my surprise player. She's my surprise too, but I'm like, yeah. let's leave this. I one. mean, but we can leave that there. You know who might be though is Essence Carson. Essence Carson has apparently had a great training camp and really impressed everybody in training camp. And so I think she could, you know, also. She's a sleeper player too. She's like in general. Well, and that's the thing, like her and Leilani, these are not small add-ons to the team, Mm -hmm. right? These are solid, um, solid starting pieces. So, you know, I think that you could have, um, you could have big and I mean, look, Ariel Powers, she might, I mean, she might lead the team in rebounds this year. I don't know. I mean, she, I think she will. <laughs> she's just like, she's a mad woman. And I mean that in a really good way, but like, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, yeah, if Elena's not there, Ariel will be there. Yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be Ariel. That's, yeah. that's all I think of when I think of Ariel, to be honest, getting up. That's she's her, so getting up. Like, <laughs> she's one of those players that literally, she sees ball and she goes to ball. <laughs> I mean, that's period. <laughs> like she that's just flies around the court getting to the ball. Um, but yeah, I think let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, Elena Coates is, um, you know, is the only really true center on the league. She's had a tough few years, uh, getting her league started, but she's at, you know, I've probably talked to her as much as I've talked to anyone. Um, she's done a lot of media availability and she's, um, and coach has had some good things to say about her. You know, I think okay. that she, she feels refocused and regrounded and uh, it's a close team that's really embraced her. But Maisha Hines Allen, I think is going to be, is going to be the breakthrough. She knows she's been um, for the past two years, kind of buried on the depth chart a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we thought after her rookie season, she might get more minutes. And then Emma came back and she was just stuck behind a post rotation of um, Elena, Emma, Latoya, Tiana like Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do um and she's uh coach said she's coming to camp in the best shape she's been in and flying all over the place she's gonna do some point forward stuff so we're gonna see her cute love to see it um and uh you know coach coach thinks she's Draymond Green you know that's (laughs) that's who he always compares her to and I just think she's gonna be like your your sixth woman like she's gonna be I agree big season yeah. And I also think that off the court, like, 
I think she's a leader for this team. She's set the, set the energy for the team, especially now that Natasha Cloud's not there. I think she's going to be like the rock of them. And it's weird because like I've seen that from her, but not this leadership. Like she knows, she knows what an opportunity this is for her, mm-hmm. right? Like she loves, she loves the teammates that aren't there. You know what I mean? But she's also, this is a business and she realizes like yeah. if, if Tina Charles was here, if Elena was here, mm-hmm. I would be back buried on that depth chart. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I would be mm-hmm. behind three MVP caliber players. And so she's focused and knows that like, this is her, like, this is it. Like this is mm-hmm. that third season for the rookie is a huge season, right? Um, mm-hmm. All eyes are going to be on her. And I don't think she's going to, I don't think she's going to waste it. I think the mystics scrap their way to the middle. Oh yeah. I got, I have the middle. Okay. I, have the middle. I think most people have them out, which I understand, but there's a lot of good pieces here and uh it's a, it's a close team. And um, yeah, I think, I think, I think it's the forgettability. I think people forget about essence. I think people forget mm-hmm. about Leilani. Like yeah. no, there's still true stuff and, there. And people forget like how good Tiana Hawkins can be and how good Ariel Atkins mm-hmm. can be, you know, these starters mm-hmm. who um got overshadowed and, Base, I mean, all of these players have playoff experience. The only player who doesn't have significant playoff experience, um, you've got Kiara Leslie and Shea Petty, but they were both there. Shea Petty was on the sidelines, and and Kiara Leslie was on the sidelines for the mm-hmm. Mystic Championship run last year. So they've been in the huddle for those big, mm-hmm. big moments. And I, I am excited to see what Kiara Leslie does. Um, I, I don't know where we ended up with all our teams, but I think this is good. I think we've talked for way too long. Uh, don't we always Lindsay we always do I know I knew this was (laughs) but there's so much to talk about um is there is there one can you even pinpoint one thing that stands out that you're most excited about to see I am most excited to see I think their opening day Chicago versus Vegas I really want to see that I want to see if like if that chip is going to really set the tempo for the season for Chicago it's gonna be. Um, there's gonna be I some can't wait. attitudes, and I'm. I can't <laughs> wait. Um, oh, I'm really sad though that we don't get Stephanie Dolson versus Liz Cambage again because I know. Hashtag never forget that Instagram. Never forget. Legendary. Um, so yeah, I I gotta say, I mean, this is this is lame, but it's just. Um, I think you know we're gonna see some players get some space to shine that usually don't. Mm-hmm. Everyone's gonna be. The shortened season means the 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 focus is going to be on the league in a narrower way, which I think mm-hmm. is going to benefit um, people. It's going to be on the league in a more holistic way, mm-hmm. and um, I'm excited for that. And I just, you know, I just, I you know, it's lame, but I just hope that everybody's safe and healthy, and you know, we get through the season. So far, the wobble seems to be holding up, um, yeah. and yeah. you know, let's just hope that continues and. Um, that this super short preseason doesn't really dampen the quality as much as I kind of fear it might. Yeah. And I just, I also want to add that I can't wait for, it's like the year of the comeback player. So many players are coming back from injury. And so I'm excited to see that way more than I'm excited to see like all this. People are talking about how many rookies there are, but I'm just like, I want to see the players that just haven't had a chance to shine because they've torn everything that you can tear. So it torn torn it all and then torn it again or had a baby, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, you know, you're gonna see I'm you know, I'm excited to see Skyline Phoenix, I'm excited to see Dewana and Connecticut. You know what I mean? I'm excited to see these big stars and you know, some new locations. 
I think that's going to be really fun. And I mean, look, I think social justice is just going to continue to be mm-hmm. the focus and I'm excited to see what the players do there. And one thing I've noticed is that up and down the rosters, black players and white players, you know, mm-hmm. even the coaches are not shying away from the topic when you ask them anymore, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, they all are ready to have the microphone in front of their space. They are ready to get mm-hmm. justice for Breonna Taylor. They, that's, that's the focus. That's why they're there. And they want to be asked about it and they want to keep the focus on that. And I think, look, you can walk and chew gum at the same time. Do you know what I mean? They can Absolutely. do that and they can play some great basketball. But I think that's, you know, it used to be these select few players in the league who found their voice. And that was a really mm-hmm. big thing, right? I think damn near everybody. Everybody. Everybody up and down, you know what I mean? Like Emma Meesman was talking to me about, you know, like, like racism in Belgium and yeah. how she's taking what she's learned in the Mystics locker room and taking it home, right? To address yeah. it. Just like, you know, I don't know that I would have had that conversation with her, that she would have engaged in that conversation even a year ago. So it's going to be, I think I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really ready. I, and I, it's, it's, it's different this year. It's different with social justice this year. And I just think that. Things are going to be better. I think that now that they have that new coalition that it's just, it's going to be hard to ignore. Um, they're so powerful. And because they're a league of black women anyway, it's, it's just going to be more eyes on them. So I think they're going to utilize it the way they need to. So I'm excited to it's see powerful. that. And it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a tiring season. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be sloppy. Let's just be honest mm-hmm. to begin yeah. with. They're not even have time really to practice. It's not like they're going to even have time to like reset things in practice. It's all some things are making them not practice to like make them. That, that's what the Mystics are doing. But then it's like you, you know, you're literally like usually during a normal season, you you would have a few game, you know, a chunk of games really tight, and then you'd have a few games off, so you could have a few mm-hmm. practices, get things together. But um, I think the most time you get between games right now is really like two days. Yeah. But at least they don't have to travel. So that's, that's no, a good it's definitely thing. gonna help. Um but yeah. All right. Well, Ari, I'll see you on Twitter and on Instagram <laughs> and we'll hopefully have you back maybe before the playoffs to talk about uh how right we were with all of our predictions. I'm sure I'm sure we, we, we hit the nail on yeah, the head. <laughs> right there. All right. Right there. Thanks all for listening. Bye. Bye.